This is the morning show here on the Labor Network. We're super glad to have you. Again, hopefully you can uh, tune in and watch, but if you're on the radio, that's fine. Join us on the radio through tln.one slash radio. And I was just making sure my audio is, you know, I've had some trouble with the mic here. So I wanted to make sure I did that right. So I'm glad that everything is coming through. Uh, yesterday, we did a special edition kind of um, from here in Richmond, the capital of the Confederacy. We did a little recap of our time at the Department of Labor and our time in D.C. So make sure you go check out that little special one. But this morning, we're back. And we're here in Richmond, we're here in Richmond most of the week, although I will say we won't be here on Friday morning, mm. going to D.C. to visit some some buddies from uh, from Cornell there, so uh, that'll be very fun. Um, give me just a moment here, because we're going to fire up. As we do every morning, we are going to read some phony news, we're going to read some better news, we're going to go through some of your politicians here in richmond you love them so much and then we're going to share some articles with some friends etc etc so we got a lot to do this morning we're going to do the math not the math we're also going to make sure that we read from the illustrated black history book great beautiful book uh, so we're going to do some of that as well uh, i know i need to shave this is terrible so Oh, well, uh, you get what you get. And again, I'll switch the camera here in a minute so my face isn't so much up in yours. Um, give me just a second here. So I'm going to get a few of these things ready. Give me just a moment, please. All right, and we are back with Richmond.com. You live here in Richmond. You want Richmond news. Will you get it from Richmond.com? Well, uh, the State Fair going on. Yes, State Fair is a great thing. It's great. Um, if you can afford to go, I'm sure it's expensive. If you are a working person in Richmond, if you are a working person, you might be working at Shameen Hotels. There are a lot of hotels around here. I worked for them. They fired me. For organizing hotel workers to try to have a better life. So I know those hotel workers, they probably cannot afford to go to the fair. If you're living on $26,000, $27,000 a year, can't be done. New bakery, Honey Baked Bee and Churchill Buzzes with supersized cookies and cinnamon rolls. I have been by Honey Baked Bee many times. I go by on my daily walk in Churchill, which I do after this show. Uh... I might give them a try. We'll see. I don't know. We probably shouldn't be eating cookies and cinnamon rolls, though. They definitely trigger heavy amounts of insulin that will open up those fat cells uh, and get you really plump. So maybe not. For one a state of the Virginia goats, for one Richmond Star Trek fan, burial in space is a fitting memorial. Okay, no, not a story. I love Star Trek. Probably not as much as this guy. Just watched Star Trek Generations last night. Great movie. 
Uh, it's uh, fantastic. You know, they didn't know what to do with Kirk. Uh, so that was a great way of sort of killing him off and giving him some dignity. Although, because Shatner's a nut, Shatner literally wrote books about how Kirk comes back to life again, and then he writes his own book about how they kill him again. Um, true stories. Shatner, what a guy. Uh, when my dad was in charge, he was the president of this com- this org. It was, it was a lot of union firefighters. It was firefighters, paramedics, a few thousand of them. Uh, Shatner, back in the 90s, hosted this show called Rescue 911. My dad tried to get Shatner to speak in front of a few thousand paramedics, firefighters. And Shatner was like, sure, but it wasn't a lot of money. <laughs> my dad said Shatner was a jerk. I don't know. Uh, recommended for you. Recommended for you. Amazon Basics Laundry Detergent. No, won't be doing that. Probably terrible for your skin. Uh... Again, well, we like that article about underfunded black columns. We love that. Uh, so you can't say anything about that other than good shit. But leave this poor lady, Susanna, alone. For heaven's sake. I hope she wins. Is she going to win? I hope she can still run. She should run. People should vote for her. Um, wow. I mean, talk about absolutely nothing. Writers, Hollywood Studios reached tentative deal to end strike from the halftime show. Fantastic. Uh, it's great. I mean, that's a good thing, right? If they really are getting what they deserve, but you know, we have to be very skeptical that they deserve anything that they want, which let them have it, right? Uh, we talk about that all the time. If you were a wealthy, you know, white person, white guy named Brad, you got your MBA from Harvard Business School or the University of Pennsylvania, Wharton School, whatever, and you go to a negotiation, you go, wow, I mean, look at my valuation. Uh, my friend here at McKinsey and Company thinks that, you know, at a bare minimum, this is a conservative estimate. So that's what we think our valuation is. They don't care. They just put down some fucking numbers and they say this is what we're worth. So fuck them. If they get away with that, then so can any worker, right? And we need what they produce. I don't care what some knuckleheaded McKinsey fucking comes up with. That's not important. Don't need it. Don't need it. You know what I need? Film and television that I like and I don't want, you know? You know what you need? You need a car. So when working people who have an, the, <laughs> the skills to produce the items we actually like, uh, that's what matters. And we're going to give them what they want. Just took a sip from my Deer Valley mug. Deer Valley, where all the basic white girls go. Deer Valley. You think anybody in Deer Valley uh, compromises on their value? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. When you're spending $750 a night to stay at the Montage, you demand what you are worth in the workplace that you can afford as such. What other junk? Oh, photos indicate Taylor Swift accepted NFL stars invites. This is another thing that makes people stupid. Uh, you're a Swifty person. Wow. What a joke. Uh, what a sellout. Don't like her anymore. Need to get her stuff off of my iPod. I need to work on that. My best friend, you know, she's a Swifty. Uh, nah, she's a white girl. You know her. It's um, Sailor Mars over there. Sailor Mars, my best friend, who gave me this poster, mind you. Um, Sailor Mars, not. Uh, she's a big Swifty. And again, Sailor Mars comes from a different income bracket than any working person, right? In fact, she's kind of a union buster. So, you know, we, we can't be doing the things that Sailor Mars loves. Taylor Swift, walking example of class stratification and warfare in America today. What a bozo. Yikes. Uh, 
and a lot of football news. But again, you know, that's football. All you have to do when you think about football is just remember what our friend Erica and Sarita wrote in their book, The Future We Need. And remember the forward by Demoris F. Smith, all of your favorite football players that probably played yesterday because it was Sunday. They are in a union. They have had a union for 60 years. The union that the football players are in is what helps get them the wages, benefits, and working conditions that they want. Although they probably should get bonked in the head a little bit less, right? So that was your news, Richmond.com. Terrible place for news and information. It's a real garbage fest there. Uh, just remember, Richmond.com, the building is literally owned by Neil Amin of Shameen Hotels. Richmond.com, Richmond, the newspaper's on the fourth floor. The hotel company's on the third floor. The fourth floor looks nice. The third floor is terrible. Uh, looks like, at least when I was working there before they fired me, um, third floor looked like the hospital in that movie, Cuckoo's Nest. Yes, Um I guess that makes my old boss Nurse Ratchet. He was great. My old boss, Mark Dardis, Vice President of Operations. Fantastic boss. Think about him almost all the time. One, second best boss I've ever had. Great boss. Just another proof uh, that the fish rots at the head. That guy was in charge in 3,300 people company. Mark's probably in charge of 3,290 of them. Uh, not, he's, he's in charge of probably 3,250 of them. De jure. But de facto, he's in charge of 3,298. And Neil and PC, they don't listen to him, kind of. Neil sometimes does. But that's my point. Great guy in charge of a lot of people, but still can't make anything better for the working people because fish rots at the head. Sorry about those sniffles, but that's what matters is the guy at the top. And the guy at the top has wicked behavior. We need that wicked behavior to change. All right. Now. Since we know that Richmond.com is junk and most of the news you're going to get out there is junk, and it really is, stay away from it. Uh, you can come chit chat with us, you know, go to just have fun with your life, I guess. I don't know, spend more time organizing and thinking about what you've earned and, and changing your vibration. Um, you know, meditate, go to church, whatever. Anytime that you would spend watching the news, do that instead. But listen to us. We're happy. We have fun here. We care about you. Sorry for those sniffles. With that in mind, uh, oh, because, you know, we got to vibrate. We mentioned vibration and prayer. Every morning we vibrate. What are we going to vibrate with today or this morning? We've got a little amethyst crystal here. We got this little amethyst uh, sphere in Church Hill where we live in Richmond. Amethyst is for the third eye. Third eye, you know, connects us with our intuitive senses, right? It's the kind of the third eye. Is children have great third eyes. They meet somebody and they can tell if somebody's, you know, a nice person or not a nice person. Obviously, people can change and sometimes people are nice and not, but you know what I'm saying. Kids have that intuition. Uh, my psychic, Miss Susan, my spiritual healer, when I met her, my third eye completely blocked, now completely open, I hope. A very good connection. So, amethyst helping our third eye shock or we're getting good vibrations. We're going to vibrate a life of health and wealth. And for a lot of us, that means we're going to get organized. We're going to form a union, join a union because things at work suck and we deserve better money, better wages, better benefits. And that gets us to uh, a point we try to make all the time now. You need a union like you need a car, right? Sorry for those sniffles. If you're going to work right now and you're a working person, meaning... You know, you're doing the work that wealthy people named Brad and Jennifer don't want to do. 
you are checking guests in at the hotel, you are cleaning the rooms at the hotel, you're Shameen Hotel, hotel worker, you're going in right now, you got a room, it's a Monday, maybe you're making up for a crappy Sunday, probably tired from yesterday if you're a housekeeper, you need a union like you need a car, I don't know why, uh, my mic just cut in and out, so hopefully, oh, hopefully you all can still hear me, but my point is, you need a union like you need a car, Lots of different cars out there. You might need a car that's four doors. You might need a two door. You might need a minivan. You might need a pickup. You might need a big sprinter. It doesn't matter. There's lots of different unions, lots of different cars for you. And one of them is going to be the van, the car, the truck for you. So whether it's, you know, our friends at SCIU, Unite Here, the Teamsters, UAW, AFL-CIO, whichever one, there's so many. There's a car for you, there's a union for you, right? Right now you're walking to work. Stop walking to work. All right, let's talk about some of those orgs like unions that are working to help get you what you deserve. So we're going to show an article here from the Teamsters. We love the Teamsters. We chat about them often because they do a great job of highlighting folks at the local and national level. So we did this article yesterday. We're probably going to do it a couple times because it's important to go back to things that are, you know, important um, and repeat the message numerous times. Sometimes you need to hear it more than once. So Teamsters, uh, this is from 921, so only a few days ago. Teamsters support Amazon workers in demanding real wage increases. Again, this is coming to you from the, the articles in Washington, but they're talking about quite a few folks in California. So uh, here's one quote. Amazon workers across the country are organizing for the good jobs we deserve. Amazon won't buy us off with peanuts, said Tom Culver, a driver at Amazon's DAX 8 delivery station in Palmdale, California, where workers have been on strike over unfair labor practices since June 24. When you hear 440 million in pay increases, it might sound it might sound like a lot, but we can do the math. That's just 0.09% of Amazon's total revenue, and it's only 75 cents an hour for a driver. So good job for Tom. Tom's doing the math. He ain't doing the math. He's not getting bamboozled by these assholes at Amazon. Think about it. All of you use Amazon. It doesn't matter how much money you think they make because you know that they're fucking loaded, right? Everybody uses Amazon all the time, always for everything. There's not one place you're going on the internet. You know, if you go somewhere on the internet, here's an engineer nerd thing. Uh, I, here's a good example. One of the many porn sites that I use, uh, they're backbone on AWS. So a lot of websites you use, especially if you're buying something, if you secretly look at the web address as it's changing and you're doing shit, a lot of times you're going to see something, something, something. You know, you'll see something dot AWS dot something, or you'll see AWS dot something else, right? That's Amazon Web Services. Uh, Amazon, you know, gosh, when I was a kid, they were just a library. You just ordered your college books from Amazon. Now they are the backbone of most media and web services on the internet that use Amazon Web Services. Amazon's got buku money. It doesn't even matter how much money they have because they've got money like you know, Greek gods, like pirates. It's crazy. And here's something else we know about these workers in Palmdale. We know, because our friends Brandon and Michael 
work with them as contractors that those trucks are 130 degrees hot. We know that those workers only get two bottles of water a day. That is unacceptable. That is insanity. We cannot have that. I cannot believe you even have to negotiate for something like this, right? The fact that this is worthy of a negotiation is insane. People should not have to negotiate for being cooked alive in a big brown tin can UPS oven. And yet people go, well, maybe uh, there was something I saw on Instagram. I don't think I saved it for when we're going to do some Instagram clips later. But uh, it was something like, you know, people say there's two sides to every argument. Oh. Uh, one side says, you know, the union worker should die in the truck, and another says, oh, uh, these guys should have billion dollars profits. We're moderates. We think the truth is in between. No, there is no in between. There are no other parts, you know? That, that, no, these workers cannot be burned alive and cooked alive in their UPS trucks so that Jennifer and Brad can order a fucking pair of prime salad scissors. Absolutely not. There is no compromising. There is no middle ground. These workers deserve what they deserve. Sean O'Brien and the Teamsters are going to make them fucking pay for it. And that's it. That's the way it goes. Don't moderate. Moderation in these cases is dangerous, right? Always scary when people tell you, well, be moderate in everything. No. Be moderate in everything with moderation. <laughs> uh, sometimes you got you to gotta roll the hard six, as uh, Commander Adama would tell you in Battlestar Galactica. But truly... Uh, the Teamsters, they're doing a great job. They are literally helping those, you know, 84 workers, right? Doesn't have to be the largest org in the world for the Teamsters to come to your aid and help you out at the local level. That's one of the reasons we love established unions that have been around for a long time, like the Teamsters, uh, doing great work there. Helping out people, literally people we care about, and we know, again, highlighting them from Unemployed Workers United, our friend Brandon, our friend Michael, literally, uh, these gentlemen coming before the Senate and, the, and a couple congressmen to talk about what the hell is going on, right? Bad news bears. So you need a union like you need a car, right? You need a car with AC, as our friends in Palmdale would tell you. So with that in mind, we're going to flip over to another related article. And again, I think this is better, better to highlight a few points, but also the article, it made me upset in some ways too. So that's, that's why we're here because, uh, you know, things are complicated sometimes. Sometimes you want an easy answer and you cannot have the easy answer, even though you want it so badly. Oops, there with the camera. So this is an article from More Perfect Union. We cite them a lot. Uh, sometimes we like what they say, sometimes we don't. <laughs> uh, but in general, I think they've got good intentions, and that's really what matters, truly. So Americans broadly support the UAW strike regardless of party. Uh, we do not like articles like this. We do not want, we do not, do not care about polls. This is very important to me as I, you know, continue. Ooh, there's my face in your face. But truthfully, um... One of the things we talked about this before, right? We talked about what it means when these orgs put up polls and say, you know, people support your right. Who cares? Okay. Stop caring what 
Winky Dink, some shithead who answered a phone call and took a poll thought. First of all, do you know who answers polls? People are who, who are, let me explain to you, who answers polls. People who are too goofy to not do it, right? Somebody, first of all, I don't get phone calls. Uh, well, you can call my number, 804-446-0469. Goes to a voicemail, leave me a message. I'll definitely get back to you if you leave me a message or send me a text. But let's just say that I had, you know, my, my cell phone running and taking calls, right? Uh, and I got a call and said, we're a pollster. You know what I would tell them? Go fuck yourself. And then hang up and get back to my day. Polls don't matter. People who do polls are goofballs. Who cares? It doesn't matter if it's popular to be in a union. Of course. <laughs> Why would some Jennifer who studied marketing at, you know, Pumpernickel State University, she makes 90 grand a year at her laptop working from home. Why would Jennifer or Brad or her boyfriend who does digital consulting for Globio Corp, uh, he also works at home, they get polled. Who cares what they think? No one gives a shit what they think. If you are not getting the wages you deserve, if you are not working in the conditions that are safe and healthy for you, if you are not getting the benefits you deserve from your very wealthy employer because you know they're a big company because you've never met the boss and you know there's some layers and layers of management clearly they've got money and you decide it's time to form a union that's right if you and your co-workers say we're going to form a union and get these motherfuckers to pay us what we deserve that's right who gives a shit whether some people who get polled care who gives a shit if your political party is uh, down for it. That doesn't matter, okay? Your life matters. You matter. Don't worry about what's popular or what's right. We talk about these elite education uh, facilities all the time. Uh, one of the things that I, I don't think I emphasize enough, but I really do want to make sure that you hear me loud and clear, is that these people, especially the ones who end up doing things, you know, forming companies uh generate new ideas you know they don't care about polls i don't care about polls that's why we're all so close one of the many reasons especially the people who do something with their lives i mean you know fourteen thousand kids yeah are, are ten thousand of them bozos absolutely they're just kind of going there for the flow um but the you know the four thousand kids who want to make a difference and and, and really want to stand out and like they don't care about polls i've never cared about a poll in my life and i never will and that is how I generally, in situations where it comes to a battle of will, I tend to do pretty well because I'm confident in what I believe is right and what I deserve, and that's all I care about. So, no, I don't give a shit about a poll being popular. Those auto workers, they make cars. You use cars. Everybody in this country is addicted to vehicles. They're addicted. It's like our crack cocaine. Uh, can't go anywhere without a, without a vehicle. If we lived in Europe or lived in Japan, wouldn't be the case. But we don't. We live in America. You need a car to get anywhere. Every single day, you need a car, you need a car, you need a car. So when the UAW workers say we demand more, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what you think that they're worth. Uh, if you want a car, you're going to do what they say. And GM, Ford, Chrysler, they're going to fucking pay. So who cares what the poll says? These workers have the right to get paid what they feel that they're worth. So fuck a poll. Stop putting out stupid things like a poll. But yeah, we're going to link to it anyway, like we always do. Uh, and again, we like a more perfect union a lot of times. We really do. It's just that polls are stupid. 
And it doesn't matter. People deserve, you know, people getting what they are worth, people going to work in safe places where they can be productive. Uh, doesn't matter how popular that is. Let me assure you, it's never going to be popular to sailor Mars and her people, right? She's a union buster. Her companies, they, they hate their workers. They see workers as a means to make money. Uh, you know, they see themselves as the heroes. I'm the one who went to the bank with the business plan and the loan. I'm the one who put my family's house on the line. No, you didn't. The fucking workers who showed up to the restaurant that you fucking got a loan for, they're who matter, right? Um, owners that work at their businesses, absolutely. That's totally different. But owners rarely work at their businesses these days unless they're very small. Places like Screwtop Wine Bar, Clarendon, Virginia, where Wendy works alongside people like me. The Red Derby, we, you know, Red Derby on top of being the best bar in Washington, D.C. Also, Sasha works. She's the owner. She runs up and down all the time. I can never say hi to her. She's constantly running around, and that's why she is also skinny as a beanpole, okay? So unless you work in a place where the owner works with you, form a union. I don't know what to tell you. Simple as that. See, you don't need to worry about a pole. You don't need anything uh, difficult. If you don't know who the owner of your company is because they don't work with you day to day, form a union, get more money out of them, 100%. All right, so that was some semi-fake news or more perfect union, but semi-real. Um, before we go back and do some more news, right, uh, we got to add a little bit of fun. So we've got to do our uh, word of the day, a little tchotchke. And then we'll read for a little bit from our fun little book. So let me get some of these things set up. I'll be back in just a moment. All right. And we are back with our Merriam-Webster word of the day. The word of the day is quorum. Uh, quorum refers to the smallest number of people who must be present at a meeting in order for official decisions to be made. Broadly speaking, a quorum can refer to any group. So I love Merriam-Webster. They're always giving me examples that I can use from my own real life. As you see here on my student government uh, binder, when I was vice president of the student government at Cornell University with my sweet McCain Palin sticker, in order for us to have quorum, right, we had to have a certain number of members to reach quorum. Oh, boy. I love this. You know, God's great. You're like, how does God work out for me? Oh, my binder is falling apart. Oh, my goodness. It's really bad. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, Lord, be. Lord, have mercy. Uh, in here, I wonder if I was going to show their definition of a quorum. Um, <laughs> not really. Uh, but you can really see here since we've got it open. True story. Oh, goodness. It's really broken and bad. True story. Everything is falling apart. <laughs> uh, things fall apart. That is the name of the book that every freshman was required to read. In 2005. So if you matriculated with the class of 2009, like me, I uh, might not be a graduate, graduate, but I did matriculate. So there's some words for you. Um, you had to read a book called Things Fall Apart by Chinua Chibek. Who knew at 17 years old that when I read a book called Things Fall Apart, that literally my life at Cornell would fall apart? Great. But anyway, you have to have a certain number of assembly members have a quorum. I forget what the number is, but we couldn't pass any official business until we had our quorum. When we go to the Virginia House in a few minutes, they have a quorum. So you can't, you know, uh, pass legislation in Virginia or really anybody, including the U.S. Congress where we were last week. You can't do anything 
uh, without a quorum. So that's that min number, a quorum. Good word, word of the day, quorum. All right. Uh, we're now going to move on to a little piece of tchotchke. I did these tchotchke last week, but I don't know. I like it. Uh, I kind of want to wear sunglasses, sunglasses when I do the show because I don't like where my eyes go and it kind of wanders. I also think I've kind of got these Eugene Levy sort of eyebrows, uh, so they hide them. So these are a pair of shades. Uh, they belong to the Secret Society at Cornell. I may or may not have, you know, stolen them off a member. Maybe they gave them to me. Quill and Dagger. What is Quill and Dagger? <laughs> I love that I'm doing this. This is hysterical because I've got nothing uh, else to do, and we can't always be doing just the news. So uh, this is part of our elite education nonsense, right? Our Ivy League nonsense. Uh, what is this? This is stated that the, the highest non-scholastic honor for an undergraduate, there's their tower. Uh, they publish the people who get in in the sun, so it's hardly a secret. And if you are on campus, it's never a secret to say, oh, rub it in your face. Absolutely. Look at all these powerful and important people. <laughs> at least five members of George W. Bush's administration were put on dagger. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> I mean, or not. Who cares? Uh, that is just hysterical. E.B. White, Quill and Dagger. E.B. White, Charlotte's Web, Stuart Little, two of the great books. Quill and Dagger. Although, it, I, when I Googled Quill and Dagger, I want to see what popped up. This is great. Reddit. So I went to my first Quill and Dagger meeting the other day, and I got to say, <laughs> this is great. Oh, my gosh. Hysterical that somebody ripped him up in Reddit. <laughs> uh, true story. So these elite networks, you know, they have their secret societies. You've heard of Skull and Bones at Yale. Q&D, same thing. Good people. I actually have a lot of friends, and then they're good. I told you that Slope Day picture that I took where you can see Ricky Ricardo. Um, that picture is 100% from the tower. Whatever. Good people. Good people. Can't complain. Uh, can only make fun of them just a smidgen. Um, what are you going to do, right? So fun little tchotchke there. And now I think we're going to go ahead and read from our book. The Illustrated Black History Book. So I want to find a profile of somebody. Uh, we did an engineer the other day. And I thought that was really important to highlight engineers or scientists of, uh, I don't know, of many, many kinds. But uh, that's all right. Sometimes you can't do that. So... Let's just open up to a random page here. All right, random page. We've got Daniel Dapper Dan Day. Dapper Dan Day right here. So let's read about Dapper Dan Day. 1944 to present. Everything I do has the ability to be transformative. I like that. Growing up poor in Harlem, Daniel Day was still young when he understood that, given his circumstances, he needed to look good to have a chance at living good. He was taken by the stylish embellishments of the hustlers and gangsters around the neighborhood. He fell in love with furs, silky shirts, and suits, but new threads were a luxury in his family, even when the old ones didn't fit. When his mother hit the numbers, she'd buy her kids new shoes. The instability of these circumstances affected Day as he got older and developed his own street-running skills. He earned the moniker Dapper Dan as a result of his gambling prowess. But hearing a Malcolm X speech changed his behavior. 
uh, playing the numbers. I learned about that when I read Malcolm X's autobiography. Great book. You should read that. Day determined that he didn't want the gambling life he'd grown up in. So he traded the dice and drugs for vegetarianism, black nationalist politics, involvement with the Black Panthers, and return to education thanks to an Urban League-sponsored program at Columbia University. My goodness, that's fantastic. Talk about giving up bad things and taking up good things with your life. Good job, Dapper Dan. Love that. He visited Africa, spending time in countries like Nigeria and Zaire as part of the Urban League Columbia program. I can't believe we have to give Columbia a shout-out here, but good job, Columbia. Day knew he wanted something different from the life he had been exposed to growing up. He decided to become a clothing designer and retailer. Oh, I love that. Rap and hip-hop were emerging in American popular culture, and it was during the period in 1982 that Day taught himself textile printing and opened the Dapper Dan Boutique on 125th. Oh, my gosh. That's hysterical. One of our... One of our dear friends, one of my best friends, Sailor Jupiter over there. She lives on 100. I think she lives on 125th. Yeah, she's got it right, right up there. Uh, that's so funny. Sailor Jupiter, you will recall, tells me I have ADHD because I can't watch new things. That's why I watch Breaking Bad a million times, but not new shit. Uh, the shop was open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He became known for his reversible furs where the leather inside mimicked the iconography of fashion giants such as Louis Vuitton and Gucci. Soon his wares were sought out, uh, were sought after by not only the gangsters, but the rappers too. LL Cool J, Slick Rick, Big Daddy Kane. Uh, Day's mimicry was evident in 1989. In a 1989 piece, he developed one that would become iconic for gold medal Olympian Diane Dixon. He fabricated a bomber jacket with mahogany colored fur and balloon sleeves. It's fabric etched with a faux Louis Vuitton insignia. Soon, thanks to his relationships with the hip-hop community, Day was featured on Yo! MTV Raps, a popular music program, but the exposure brought Day in legal trouble. The fashion brands that Day often remixed into his peril initiated raids, claiming infringement on their protected work. Go fuck them. Day eventually had to shut his business down. Ah, that sucks. Two decades later, in 2018, that iconic Diane Dixon bomber jacket suddenly appeared on a Gucci runway. In responding to that surprise appearance, Day said Gucci was never one of the brands that had ordered a shop rated. The attention forced a conversation and ultimately a collaboration. Day was offered a deal with Gucci to develop a global capsule collection that worked exclusively with the big firm's fabrics and patterns. Day continues to mentor young designers, his aim being to serve the tastes and desires of the streets from which he came. Wow. Oh, I love that. I love you, know, you open up to something random. You never know what you're going to get. Daniel Dapper Dan Day. Love that. Great fashion. Coming at you from 125th Street up in Harlem. Right next to Marcus Garvey Park. So go hang out in Harlem. Go to Marcus Garvey Park. Uh, great things happening up there. Great place to wander around. Great food, etc., etc. Really vibrant part of Manhattan for short. So we love that. All right, I'm going to take a breather here before we get back to some more, you know, newsy kind of things, right? Give me one moment. All righty, we are back uh, with a, you know, again, we tell you straight up, you need a union like, you need a car, you need someone to fight for the benefits, wages, working conditions you deserve. One of those folks 
might just be our friends at Unite here. So we shared this article before, but I want to share it again. I'm seeing signs around Richmond for the casino. You know, Casino Workers Union uh, responds to frivolous Richmond gaming lawsuit. Uh, this was for, this is you know, a little bit ago, August 15, but that's okay. We're still going to link to it. It's still worth, you know, worthy of your discussion, right? So, uh, in here, uh, the point, you know, again, take it, read it on your own, is do you want a casino or not? Either way, you should have the right to vote. I think that's true. I love, you know, that point. Don't stall on it, whatever. But, um, you know, do you want a casino, yay or nay? Again, I can tell you what I want in my neighborhood. But I'm not from this neighborhood, and it's not my place to say. So if you want one, I think the point that is made in the article that I, I do agree with is, you know, if you're going to have a union and you can create 1,300 union jobs, you know, I, I do understand that argument. So something to think about. And again, my point is this. Uh, Unite here, Local 25, represents casino workers at MGM National Harbor where room attendants make $24 an hour. All workers there pay just $10 a month for gold standard individual health care or $40 a month for family health care, while their employer contributes up to $1,866.95. So, uh, you know, that's what's important to me is that these folks are making sure the owners and the employer is the one who pays so if you want, you know, people to stick up for you, fight for you, and get you what you deserve, I mean, that's one of the reasons you stand together, join together, and you bring in some folks that kind of know what they're doing. We've done this before. You can do it on your own. I mean, I tried to do it on my own. It was really difficult. Uh, I do think that, you know, working with some of these larger unions that exist it can be very, very helpful. But again, you know, in Richmond, can you imagine trying to get 24, fighting for $24 an hour? We did the math on that. We're going to do the math on it again um, just because we think it's really important uh, to do that. So I'm going to you know, leave that up here kind of uh, while you think about, you know, what does that really mean from, from a monetary perspective, right? So let me actually, you know what, we're going to do the, the math on our board here. So let's, let's get that out. What, again... Um, what do we think that that looks like versus what our budget is, right? Because we love that budget that, that you know, we got from Alice and United Way. We love that budget. So we're going to put that up while I do some math, right? Because, again, if we, we can think about what we make, but then we got to think about the budget. So, you know, just sharing this again quickly because we talked about this one weeks ago. But we, we, we got to go back to it. We got to go back to it time and time again. Uh, great budget here from you know, Alice Group, United Way, and they were they built the budget for Virginia, and they said you know you need about if you're a family of four, you need roughly fifty nine hundred dollars a month to make it by, right? Except, look at this, hold tight. One thing that they put in here was healthcare, nine hundred twenty seven dollars. Now we're gonna round that to nine hundred, okay? Just like we rounded that up a dollar, we're gonna round that down nine twenty seven, okay? Because remember what we just told you in that article from Unite Here, right? They're only paying they're only paying forty dollars a month for family health care. So that nine twenty seven needs to turn to forty, right? Okay. So when we go to our board, you know, we're not gonna we we, we like the fifty nine hundred total. That makes sense, kind of. Yeah. But we don't like that nine hundred twenty seven 
the 900 essentially for healthcare because we know that if we are you know in the the union you know um we're going to get better than that so we like 5900 but we're going to take out that 900 for healthcare because we know that we're only going to pay 44 so we're going to take it out right and it's going to give us 5000 a month but we're going to add back in $40 cuz they do you know it's not free $40 so 40 so we're not going to do the old one the 900 we're going to do the new one which is the 40 so 5000 $40 a month. All right. All right. And what does that look like a year, right? What does that look like per year? Well, we multiply that times 12 and you should be, because there's 12 months in a year, right? Our units have to cancel. Uh, we know that from Mrs. Shuck. She'll yell at us. Now you should be intuitively thinking to yourself, well, 5,040 is basically 5,000 right and times 12 that's 60,000 but we'll see 50 40 times 12 60,480 whoops so that's what we get that's what we need to live on per year if we've got a great union that's giving us those health benefits right we don't need to pay $900 a month for health because we've got a plan that gives it to us for 40 so i think that that's very 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 important to think about right so now we're going to round that number down too. We're going to round it. We're just going to call it an even 60,000 because if health is being taken care of, right? Um, you know, we can, we can work on 60,000. So $60,000 a year. What, what is that hourly? Well, intuitively we're thinking 2,080 hours in a work year, right? So roughly it's going to be like a little under 30, right? I'm telling you the answer. It's a little under 30, but let's, let's reverse engineer it, right? So we know that we need to make $60,000 a year. Well, uh, we know that just from the math that we did, that is equal to roughly, you know, we know we need to make that $5,040 a month, right? We just said that. Uh, what does that equal a week? Well, we know there's four weeks in a month, you know, give or take, right? So 50-40 divided by four weeks in a month. So that means uh, we need to make twelve sixty a week, right? Okay, well, uh, we know in a week, we've got 40 hours, right? There's 40 hours per week. So if we think about that, right, um, if there's 40 hours in a week, we know we need to make 1260 that week. Uh, what do we need to make an hour, right? So we have to multiply something times 40 to get to 1260. Well, what is that? Well, that's actually pretty clean math. <laughs> uh you know, that brings us to a total of $31.50 per hour. So if we want to meet that Alice budget, right, uh, the Alice budget, we're going to take out health care because we know we're getting good health care with Unite here. They just told us that in their article, $40 a month, not 927 Big difference. Um, so we know that we don't have to make as much money, right? We know that when we did this exercise before, if we didn't have health insurance from our union, we know that we needed to make about $37 or $38 an hour just to kind of make ends meet. But because we're in a union, uh, now in this example, that goes down to $31, right? So they told us that their that their tipped, their non-tipped workers are making $24, right? So even, it, you know, let's say you're making the $24, we, we know that to get by family of four is $31. So what's the difference? Well... 31.50 minus 24, right? It's not much. Isn't that great, right? 
7.5, an hour. So isn't that fantastic? If you are working a Unite Here job and you're getting that great Benny and uh, you know strong wage, there's family of four of you, the good news is it's that you're very, very close. Somebody else in the house might need to take up a part-time job, probably does, but not much. $7.50 an hour, you know, that is very doable. That's very possible to have somebody else in the, in the house maybe helping to get that extra money, right? Sorry, my cat fell. So I love that because if you can find, you know, somebody else to help you do that, or maybe, my goodness, they've got a if they've got a good union job too, well then you have what's called a surplus, and that is very exciting. So great math example from our friends at Unite here. You know, they really saving somebody a lot of money by healthcare, and then they're helping them earn more money. So I don't know, do the math, not the math. Uh, you are not that great at math. I went to, you know, arguably the best, best, the best, one of the best math schools in the Ivy League. You could argue that, of course, engineering different than math. You could argue that Princeton University, uh, where Albert Einstein taught, okay, true story, go Tigers, is better. But I don't know, pretty damn good. So I'm telling you, we just did the math. Uh, joining a union, you know, is going to help you more than anything else. I don't know what to tell you. Wow. Um, again, we would love for you to call in on the show and talk about that with us. You can see the ticker, right? Info at TLN.1 or send us a text, leave us a voicemail, send us a movie, whatever. Send us your favorite recipe for beignets. Uh, 804-446-0469. We just want to hear from you. We love talking to you. And we want to help you get the life you deserve, right? So there you go. All righty, before we take a, well, I'm going to take a breather and get changed, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit about the law. We love the law. We're always trying to jibber-jabber about the law. So we will get um, back to that in just a moment. Excuse me, but before we do, as always, before we go, a shameless, shameless plug. Red Derby always got to plug the Red Derby. What would we do without them? They are our only sponsor in a way, not really a sponsor. Uh, again, I want to point out everybody at the Derby thinks I'm a, I'm a nutcase. I made this point last week when I was there for a bit, was to say, you know, hey, uh, I know you all think I'm a loon but I'm still going to give you love anyway. And they're like, yeah, thank you, Tony. Uh, but yes, we do think you're crazy. So, true story. Uh, I, I don't know how to zoom in on this post of theirs, but we've got our new kind of derby event list. We've got, obviously, we've got Trivia Wednesday. I will maybe be there on Wednesday during Trivia. Definitely be there earlier, around 5, if you want to come say hello. Uh, I'm having dinner. Actually, Ricky Ricardo. Ricky Ricardo is in town. Uh, Ricky and I are going to grab dinner, so, or at least drinks. I don't know. I'm probably not trying to drink. It's probably dinner. Uh, so come to the Red Derby for trivia on Wednesday. Uh, but also we've got Queer Night. I think it's Y2K Queer Night. Where the hell are the posts? Yeah, here we go. Y2K party on Thursday. I wish I could be there. I'm going to be there Wednesday. I'm going to be there Friday. I'm going to be there Saturday, but I'm not going to be there Thursday. What a real bummer. Uh, but we love that Queer Night. We love that Derby. Great place to go if you're not straight. I'm not straight. I would say a lot of these bartenders aren't straight either, although it, it changes given, you know, things change. <laughs> you never know. 
but uh, great things going on. I wonder why 2K. Uh, I wonder what they're going to be playing. I'm not sure. Hopefully some good early, I don't know, early Y2K stuff. What was I listening to? Like NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, old school Britney Spears. That would be fantastic. So shameless plug. As always, we love the Red Derby. We want you to go to them, 14th and Quincy. Tell them that you know me. They'll say, ooh, gee, but we, we, we kind of know Tony, but he's a nut. Uh, but we love him anyway. So I um, am going to go ahead and get changed. I'm not going to leave my mic like I did the last two days. And I will be right back. and we are back uh just had a change into our virginia is for union shirt we love uh virginia's for unions make sure we highlight them oh and union made shirt very important to mention that uh so we love that i am just going to take a little sip of some coffee here uh, yes, you can see him in sweatpants because much like the second greatest Disney movie ever made, I am frozen. And yes, in my personal life, I do make jokes like that and I sound like Mr. Peanut Butter. So if you don't know who Mr. Peanut Butter is, watch BoJack Horseman, the great show. Oh, in my teeth, who knows what that is. Uh, Virginia's for Union, so... Great shirt. I'm going to share their campaign right here on our Instagram because it is Monday, September 25th. Uh, it is 8.50 in the morning. This is the morning show on the Labor Network coming to you live from Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia, the capital of the Confederacy. They are not ashamed of it if they are a person of power. Um, Virginia is for unions. Look at that. Virginia is for sweatpants. Um, do, 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 sharing them over here. There we go. So definitely follow them. Virginia is for unions. 
we love uh, this community because it's not just about one union, right? It's about any union, many unions. As we tell you, you need a union like you need a car. Doesn't matter which car you choose. Chevy, Ford, Chrysler, Cadillac, Oldsmobile, Mercury, doesn't matter. Truck, van, bus, whatever. Right now, if you are not in a union, you have no car. You walk to work. Join a union, like having a car. So, you know, really important that you pick somebody that's going to help you out. We can help you find the right person. Oh, look, there's me. Unions for all. We love that. Uh, there's Kristen Reed. Kristen with VCU Workers. We love VCU Workers. So, in Richmond. Ooh, we love that. Richmond. Heck yeah. Great support for real people that live in Richmond. Virginia is for unions. We love that. We will link uh, to them. We'll try to link to them. Maybe sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know, Instagram. All right. So with that, uh, you know, we read the news last hour. We went over to Richmond.com. Uh, so right now, you know, again, if you think the news is important, let's try reading some of it. I'm sure. It's all uh, garbage, but yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, so let's let's just schmoogle it. Let's see, let's see, because we we want to know Richmond news. All right, Richmond news, Richmond.com again, our favorite Richmond.com. Uh, building owned by Neil Levine at Shamine Hotels. Love that. So definitely not crooked. All right, the morning. Uh, let's see. This is W R I C ABC eight news in. Richmond, they claim to be news. Uh, Marathon Consulting, definitely not news. Social media threats involving, who cares? Um, what is this? Two schools, terrible. But again, uh, by highlighting this, what they're doing is uh, giving it energy and attention. So, you know, again, you want to control what goes on in your children's life, build relationships with them, get involved. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, building collapses, bad news, vehicle fire, again, very clickbaity, uh, headlines, right? These are things that, you know, are they really helping you enrich your life? I don't think so. Definitely no, not giving you alerts. The World War One Doughboy statue, who cares, right? Um, does any of this look like news that's like what we read from sources like the Teamsters? Hell no. Um, none of this is about making your life better. None of this is about you know, connecting you with resources and ideas that enhance your life quality, right? This is all junk. Uh, schools are important. Economically disadvantaged students. But we like, oh, we read this. That's good. Yeah, we always want to support them. But uh, aside from that, looks like nothing but garbage, as usual, on Richmond, um, Richmond City website. So garbage. Garbage, garbage, garbage. So very sad to see that. But also, not shocking. Not shocking that the local news is full of junk. All right. So what is good? Well, good question. Deer Valley, great place. You can see inside the mug, it's like the ski trail. Now, I didn't ski, but I certainly did not pray. I pray every day, right? All right. So one of our friends, and we share uh, their site often and uh, we're going to keep sharing them because they're great people 
is Labor Lab. Uh, LaborLab.us. We're definitely going to share the link to them. You know, Labor Lab, what they do, their their main focus, Bob Funk, great guy. They they make sure that people know that union busting is prevalent in America, right? Um, we know that when people start to talk union, people start to talk about demanding more from the, the owner and the boss. Uh, you know, owners don't like that, right? I don't understand why, because you know, you're not talking about owners that are barely making it, right? You're not talking about owners that have good years and bad years. We're talking about owners that have always had good years, and even when they have bad years, the government bails them out. So that's who we're talking about um, when when I think about, you know, busting. Um, all kinds of, of folks have brought in. And again, you know, you, we, we tell you this all the time, Sailor Mars. Sailor Mars is a buster. So if you see a girl that looks like Sailor Mars at your workplace, uh, she's probably my best friend, and she's probably, you know, telling you not to join a union. She believes it, right? She doesn't sit around at night going, oh, I'm evil, I can't wait to rip on poor people. Um, she sits around at night with her dog. I don't like the dog. The dog and I are not friends, but you probably would love her dog. Everybody loves her dog but me. Um, the dog is fat, brown, and lazy. I'm fat, brown, and lazy. There can only be one of us, Sailor Mars. So she picked the dog, not me. What can you do? What can you do? But, you know, they do. Uh, Bob's right. These companies will go around and they bring in people that lost my mic there for a hot second. Uh, give me a second. I just want to make sure that we're still groovy. Hold tight. Well, we're, yeah, we're going to. There it is. We're good. Um, they come in and they do things like have captive, you know, these meetings where they, they'll tell you, well, we're going to have a pizza party. Oh, okay, great. Well, we can't go. We can't not go, right? You got to go when the boss tells you to go. It's illegal, but you're going to do it. I get it. I get it. And then they come in and they do things. They're like, wow, you know, we'll give you a raise if you just shush with this whole union thing. A raise, a quarter, a dollar, fuck it. Take their money and then still vote for a union. True story. You want to be smart like these people? You want to be smart like Donald Trump over here? You want to make money like these guys? Fucking take their money, still vote for a union. Absolutely. Stand up for your rights. Get what's yours. Uh, do not listen when these folks come in and threaten you. And they do it in a friendly way, right? Uh, they try to be your friends, but you're smart. Um, you know, my thing, and I always tell this to my best friend, uh, Sailor Mars, and again, Sailor Mars, I love Sailor Mars. Sailor Mars, she is my best friend. I do love her more than I love people that I'm trying to support. Isn't that awkward, right? Isn't that kind of weird? Your best friend's uh, a union buster, and yet, uh, you know, you love her to death, right? Crazy. Crazy. So, you know, Bob's website here, Labor Lab, definitely it's good to see it from other people, not me, so that's why I want to link to them you know, talks about what are your rights, right? And what, what do you do when something, when something happens? Uh, and gives you good people to, to talk to. So, you know, he keeps a tracker of persuaders that, uh, <laughs> you know, they're supposed to be honest, but they're never honest. Come on, they're never honest. Um, they're supposed to register when they do it, you know, they, they go around consulting, but they don't, right? Like, come on. Richmond only has two times this happens. This happens every day in Richmond. We know it happens every day in Richmond. But Bob's folks in this map, they try to they try to bust the busters, right? They try to go after the people who are doing this. Um, because these folks really don't, you know, they don't want good things for you. Uh, high-paid consultants. And truly, you know, 
I think that's an important point to make. Sailor Mars makes a lot of money. A lot of money. Um, Sailor Mars gets me the best birthday and Christmas presents ever. Love them. I love her. She and I go shopping. And, like, we go shopping in New York when I used to have some money to burn. We live a good life. And she does that by busting unions, right? She does that by going around telling people that, you know, hey, um, it's not worth your time, effort, and hassle to stand together, get collected, and demand, and get what you're worth. She's like, just, you know, just listen to the boss instead, right? Here's a pizza party and a dollar. Uh, and they, she makes a lot of money. She's not a bozo, right? She's good at what she does. Um, and there's, you know, there's, that's a re there's a reason that people don't talk about forming a union. There's a reason none of your news orgs talk about this, right? Because it's very, very lucrative. These companies, they buy those people. Um, true story. So hang on, hang out at Labor Lab. Um, great little poster here I'm sharing from them as well around your right to get organized. And they really, uh, they can tell you all these bad things, but you really do have a lot of rights. You have a lot of people that are going to fight for you, right? Sometimes you just need help finding them. And that's what we are here to do with the Labor Network. We are here to help you get networked to them. Because we believe that if you work for a company where you don't know who the boss is or who the owner is, right? They, I hate, hate the strong word. It really irritates me. It really grinds my gears when these union leaders are like, it's the bosses. It's not the bosses. The bosses haven't had money in fucking 100 years, 50 years. Bosses are, they're just like you. Trust me. You know, when I organized hotel workers, the bosses, they were just as much victims of the, of the company as anybody else, right? The bosses want good things for the workers. They don't want to have to fill in and do your work. Um, the managers, come on, they only get paid a little bit more than you. I used to be the boss, big company, 3,300 people. I used to be the boss of the boss of the boss of the boss, all right? And even I was living paycheck to paycheck sometimes. So I'm telling you, stop being angry at your boss. Be angry at the owner. Uh, labor and unions need to get smart. They need to talk about ownership. The owners are keeping you down, not the bosses. You've never, you know, your boss maybe only makes a little bit more than you. Come on, stop. Uh, but when you think about, you know, owners cheating you over, right? Who can you who can you turn to to help you, right? Um, well, we wanted to share an org that again we highlighted them from last week, uh, the Department of Labor. And we went and stopped by their office in D.C. So, you know, they were really nice to us. So I want to be kind of nice to them and, and share off some of what uh, what they've done. And they can again they. They, they do care. Um, they do care about workers. Do they do, you know, are they the fastest people in the world? No, but that's government, baby. So I went over here to worker.gov. First of all, worker.gov, easy website to remember, worker.gov. So just remember that. But, uh, you know, you do have rights. And again, if you don't believe me, which I can understand that, why not? I'm just a bozo. Uh, you certainly will believe your government. You love the government. You worship the government, right? So... You know, the government is telling you you have the right to organize. Um, what do you do when the boss threatens to fire us about working and, you know, about bringing up your rights, right? You have the right to organize to improve wages, okay? It's a true story. This is from a government website, uh, not just TonyMiller.gay, right? <laughs> That's also a real website. These folks stand up for you. They will fight for you. You have the right to not have your wages stolen, right? If you look at your paycheck and you've gotten screwed, 
you know, you know that. I mean, it's a long website. It's kind of kind of too much for me. Um, but I, I do think, you know, this is important. If you're getting cheated, you have to complain. You have to complain. It, I know, takes time to complain. You're like, oh, Tony, they cheated me. Why, why won't the problem fix itself? No, no, you got to complain. You got to stand up and do something about it. Um, you will get a contact within two business days, okay? Two business days is pretty damn decent, all right? So when you know you're getting cheated, it's okay. You can complain. You can call up the Department of Labor. Again, we were just there, Constitution Avenue. We were just there, so I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it does take some time. It's not going to be lightning fast, but I'm telling you uh, that these folks, they're going to, you know, they're going to help you. Um, take some time, but you got to have some faith and you got to try. Again, Department of Labor run by Julie Sue. We spent 30 minutes yesterday talking about how Julie Sue's a badass, right? I don't know about other secretaries of labor. I've read other profiles from secretaries of labor. Um, they're not that good. <laughs> they're not. Julie, Julie's good, right? She cares about workers. You should look at her Instagram. You should read her profile. And you should look at the work that she's done to fight for real people. So I'm telling you, uh, if you've got a problem, you know, go on over to worker.gov. You can complain. You don't even have to uh, go on the website. I mean, you, you can. Probably quicker to do that. But you can call them here. 1-866-487-9243. Um, I know what you think about calling the government. Same thing I thought, right? I've been to the DMV. The DMV sucks. I've been to the post office. The post office sucks. Uh, I've gotten tickets from the local meter maid. They suck. I tell every time, every time I meet a Democrat, I tell them, I'm like, you know, you guys do a terrible job at, um, at government. You do a terrible job of helping people believe that you really care about them because your websites kind of suck. Although their websites have done better. But, um, you know, the key things when you think of government are, are the DMV, the post office, and getting, you know, uh, tickets, right? And that's true. Uh, for normal people, maybe not working people, but definitely for middle class, upper middle class people, you know, the only time they interact with the government is getting their driver's license, dealing with driving records, paying off speeding tickets, dealing with the post office, and getting their passport renewed. That's it. Um, and the government's horrible. All of those things are horrible experiences. I've never, ever, ever met a meter maid who, you know, seems to care about other people, right? It's a crappy job. Um, it exists because the private sector wouldn't find something good for her to do. That's always their fault. Don't get yourself wrong. Trust me. Jeff Bezos could have hired the meter maid, and then we wouldn't have to worry about having meter maids. But he doesn't. He's greedy. My point is this. I'm with you. You're like, government fucking blows, man. I've been to the DMV. They're idiots. They're assholes. They are. I've been to the DMV. I've moved to Virginia. I have a Virginia driver's license. I had to give up my Texas one. You know, a lot of weird things during COVID. I didn't get registered in D.C. because fucking cares. So I'm telling you, I know that the DMV sucks. I know that the post office kind of sucks. Uh, I know that most of the time when you get a ticket and you got to go down to the city office, whatever, it sucks. It really does. A lot of government employees absolutely blow. They really do. But you're only meeting the shittiest ones. The people that really work in government, you know, career civil servants, they're great. They care. They make no money. Gosh, they make no money. Um, and they do care. You know, they, they are encumbered by the system, but not their own hearts. And I went out of, you know, when I, when I was at labor, I kind of looked at everybody and was like, you know, you got big hearts here, right? I mean, these are people, they, they don't even have the budget for water. True story. We were sitting in the Department of Labor. They don't have the budget 
to get themselves a bottle of water. Some nice guy had to go and grab his own personal stash that he'd gotten from Costco for his office to um, to help us. So, you know, I get it. I know that you think you think government, you think bozos. These folks, not bozos, okay? These federal agencies, they really do care. And I'm going to tell you what, um, you saw this on my video the first time, but uh, National Labor Relations Board, when I had to fire my own paperwork about a year ago, they were very good to me. They were very helpful. They understood. They listened. So worker.gov, go to worker.gov. I do believe that you can trust Julie Sue and her team. I really do mean that. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. We are gonna assume that worker.gov um, really that they are here to help you because truly uh, you're getting cheated all the time. And until you file a complaint with them, um, you know they're not gonna be able to help. So do it. Call them up. They'll call you back within two days, business days. Seriously, give them a ring. Uh, we mean that. All right, so time to get back, you know, to the, a little bit of the news, but it's not really the news, but it kind of is some friendly orgs. Uh, first of all, we're going to share some some shit about them on Instagram first, and then we're going to go to their news. So give me just a moment uh, real quickly here. All right, this is an uh an article from Politico. Uh it's a little old, it's a few weeks old, but doesn't matter, right? Good news is good news. So this is talking about USSW, Union of Southern Service Workers, trying out new tactics. Uh, I love these folks. So I'm going to share uh, a quote here. The innovation that the Southern Service Workers are showing all of us is a really important way to create a future where the unions are growing. SEIU, Mary, President Mary Kay Henry, said in an interview. Uh, so I love that. Again, great, great work that they're doing here in the South. So. We're going to share their Instagram in a minute. And I, I love Mary Kay. Mary Kay, I met her. She's phenomenal. Great leader of SEIU International. International millions of members that, that call Mary Kay, their president, Mary Kay, understanding uh, what it's like to help workers t today. So, you know, you need a union like you need a car, right? Always, always. USSW understands that in the South, it's really hard. So in my career, you know, we're here in Richmond. Richmond is the capital of the Confederacy, right? This is the South. Um, nothing more, not a, you know, I can't think of a city in America that is so more fundamentally proud of its racist and class warfare driven heritage than Richmond. Uh, they're very proud of being the capital of the Confederacy. They're very proud that they led a revolt against their country. I'm all, I am all, listen, Tony Miller, all about leading a revolt against the people in charge, but. I'm going to switch back here really quickly. Do you know the number one thing that's important about leading a revolt and then putting up statues of the people who led the revolt? You got to win. You got to win. You live in Richmond, Monument Ave, up until a couple years ago. Beautiful. But it had all these generals who lost. I've never been to a country. Never been. I'm turning into Donald Trump here, which I kind of like. I've never been to a country that has so many losers. Okay. Statues. Lee. 
loser. All right, I don't know what to tell you, hooker, loser. Uh, I don't know what to tell you about these people. Uh, they're losers. Jackson, you're a loser, right? Do I like Grant? I mean, not Grant. Do I like Lee? Yeah, Lee's probably my personal favorite general, but he lost. Okay, he lost. I'm so sorry, Robert E. Lee. Probably the most honorable general of all time. Lee reminds me of my boss, Mark. You know, Mark uh, kind of worked for works for the, the the really bad guy. You know, Jeff Davis, terrible, right? Neil Amin, Jeff Davis, both Richmond, Richmond baddies. Um, the guy right below him, you kind of have to love. The guy's just kind of following orders. We know following orders, terrible thing. That Nuremberg, right? But um, I get it. I get it. But these generals, and in, in the, in, they lost, and Richmond has all this monument to them. Everywhere you go in Richmond, they're always talking about, you know, Thomas Jefferson, too. They love Thomas Jefferson around here. Thomas Jefferson, well, the founders, University of Virginia, great elite public school. But Thomas Jefferson, man, literally you know, had slaves and banged them. Uh, I don't know what else to tell you. And they name everything in this town and the state after it. The, the main highway is called Jefferson Davis Highway. I mean, it's a true story. Uh, I, it, it's unfathomable. The main drag, you can look it up. Uh, you can look it up. The main drag through Richmond is Jefferson Davis Highway um, through the state, really. I mean, it's a major, 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 major road. See that? It's the Route 1. It goes up and down the state. Jeff Davis Highway, president of the Confederacy, right? Um, so this city, they're not, you know, they're not jokey about it. They're not half serious about it. They're really serious. Um, they don't like people who are not white Christian and of means, you know, that, that, they might not hate poor white Christians, but trust me, they're, they oppress them. Shameen Hotel is plenty of poor white people who are treated just like shit, like the colored people are. True story. I know because it used to be my job to shit on them and cut their hours and, you know, take their livelihoods away. Whoops, my hair. What a mess. Uh, and so my point is, you know, in the South, uh, it's a real different ball game. We know that. Uh, I lived in Memphis, Tennessee. Also, the South, very, very wicked, um, you know, wicked things that go on in these Southern places where nobody is fighting for workers. Um, a lot of reasons for that. I mean, my gosh, college professors could probably talk to you for decades about it. A shameless, again, a shameless plug for our Instagram, labor.pains.show, because the TLN was taken, labor.gay was taken. Labor Pains, our podcast, kind of funny name. Uh, so what do we, sh I've saved a few things here, uh, from, from USSW, so I really like them. So I'm talking about a few of these here. Here's a good one. We're going to switch back to not seeing my face for heaven's sake, right? So during a hurricane, Waffle House will do anything to keep their stores open. They cram service, servers and cooks into one or two hotel, motel rooms, forcing us to sleep in the same beds together. They will not let you bring your family with you. This is from Pamela. She's a Waffle House worker in South Carolina. Um, I can relate to this. So, you know, as you know, I worked, I worked in hotels, worked in hotels many years. Uh, I will share with you this picture. This is literally the, one of the hotels I worked at, Ocean City, Maryland, uh, Hilton, right on the sand. So when hurricanes, Irene and Sandy hit... Most of the town was evacuated. And, you know, the town was evacuated. The only way to get into town is if you were staying somewhere safe. 
Uh, luckily, this is one of the safest, this is probably the safest structure in Ocean City, at least at the time. A Holiday and Suites on 716th, probably the only other place that was that sound. And luckily, we had most of the town there. My grandparents stayed. I had to go get them. I was like, Grandma, Grandma, you're going to like flood. Like, but come on, stay at the Hilton. So went through, literally went through that with a, you know, when I was a service worker. Uh, so I know what that's like. Um, and I know what it's like you know, to to see people staying in those crappy motels. Now, I didn't have a problem. Uh, Hilton was a safe place to be. These motels, no. And again, I want to make a point. Why the hell does it matter that the Waffle House is open during the hurricane? You know, during the hurricane, these people should be with their families. They should be getting the hell out of town. Maybe they've got family inland somewhere. Hopefully they've got friends or somebody somewhere they can go. Ridiculous. The Waffle House needs to make money during a hurricane. Are you joking? They need to cram people into not structurally sound motels so they can sell some waffles. What are you fucking talking about? Get the hell out of there. You know, nobody needs this shit. We don't need to see a news story on a hurricane. It's a hurricane. Wind, rain, got it. Stay away. You know, we don't need you there. I ran this hotel. We had all sorts of people staying there. I don't understand why the media was with us. I don't get it. We had a great time. We drank with them. We played poker. Uh, we cooked them three hot meals a day. Thank you, Chef Rick. But, um, unacceptable that companies treat people like garbage just to sell some more waffles it's insanity and it needs to stop now so ussw standing up for these people because i told you in the south you know these workers right you know they don't have people they don't have unions uh there's not a lot of unions around uh there aren't a lot of orgs that care about people you know, it's an interesting thing from a spiritual perspective, right? Like attracts like. So one of the things I always talk about with my city friends is, you know, hey, one of the reasons we're all drawn to cities is because we're all kind of city people. And it's sort of this chicken and the egg thing. And that's real. Spirituality, energy is about chicken and egg. You know, I'm pretty gay-ish. You know, I'm pretty gay. I like gay culture. I like, you know, Sunni gay. I'm an Ivy League snob. I like my Sunni coastal elite shit. I like my gay shit. Well, you ain't gonna find that in Columbia, South Carolina. One of my best friends in, in hotels from Columbia, South Carolina. Very different than me. Um, and so what happens is that you have these places like the South where you know, there aren't people who are inclined to help workers because they wanted to get out of these shitholes. The problem is that we leave people behind. And the problem is that people like me escape to real cities like a Washington, D.C. I mean, Richmond, not a real city, right? Not for... Not for a cultural snob like me. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, but the workers are here, right? I mean, I'm here right now because I love my Shamin Hotels people. You know, there's 3,000 workers that deserve a better life. I don't know. What am I supposed to do? Um, the South is really important because it is neglected. And these workers literally get treated like shit. So Duncan doesn't care about how we're living. The customers think we're happy because we're smiling and saying good morning, but we're struggling. I thought about Julie Sue's post when we saw it yesterday. Uh, she was a service worker. This is one of the truest statements I've ever seen. You ding-dong fucking people named Brad and Jennifer. You go in there with your shitty, you know, mediocre college degrees. You're making 80, 90 grand a year. You got a work-from-home job. You go into these places and you go, oh, well, they're always saying good morning or welcome to Lowe's or you, we love that you're a member. Trust me, they do that because they're scared. They do that because they're afraid 
They do that because their boss is looking down on them, and the reason the boss is looking down on them is because the owner is looking down on the boss, all right? These folks are not happy. They don't want to smile. They shouldn't be forced to smile. Every time you go to a place that pays by the hour in service work, whether it's a hotel, a Dunkin', a McDonald's, a Burger King, a restaurant, a diner, whatever, okay? If it's these places, these chain places where it looks like it's shit in there, trust me, it's shit. Trust me. I work at a wine bar. Luckily, it's a good place. It's a small business. I actually do love what I kind of do, and I get paid very well. You know, in four, I'm making, I don't know, when I, when I did the math, I was making $50 an hour at the wine bar. For $50 an hour, of course, I'm happy to put up with your cockamamie nonsense, whatever, and your basic white girlness, whatever, not a big deal. I kind of love you anyway. I love, I love my people, um, you know, and I love it. Very different working in a wine bar, making 50 bucks an hour, than working at the Dunkin' making minimum wage, eight, nine dollars an hour, and being treated like shit by a bunch of work people that come in and talk down to you, just like Julie Sue, our Secretary of Labor, knows. So I love the work that USSW is doing. They're fighting for real people. Um, insane. Uh, from Kazorian Darby, USS, USSW member and airport worker, says a union is as strong as its family. And here with USSW, I feel at home. Again, the the boss doesn't care about you. The boss or the owner, your boss might care about you, but your owner definitely doesn't. Your owner doesn't care about you. Uh, the only way to get what you're worth is to get organized, form a union, demand more. So we love, we love USSW. Great pieces from them. All right, moving on. You know, I wanted to make sure we're gonna share that. Can we share USSW? I don't know. Just a reminder: you probably need to just go to their page on Facebook or Instagram. Raise up the South here on Instagram. Raise up the South. Love them. Because again, sharing Instagram gets a little funky sometimes. So I'm not sure that we can do that the right way. Uh, again, we talk about vibration. We're using a little amethyst this morning. Amethyst, purple, third eye, chakra. Um, really helps us use our intuition, right? We don't need fancy degrees, fancy analysis. We use our intuition. We know when your boss is being you know, a liar. We know when the owners are trying to cheat you and screw you. So speaking about people who are trying to cheat you and screw you, uh, let's get over to the Virginia House of Delegates. Because, I don't know. Are they really trying to cheat you and screw you? Probably not. They probably don't even know any better. Again, you worship the government. You worship the law. But you really don't understand anything about how the law works. But since uh, it's election season, you know, these people are all running for office again. I'm in Churchill. I'm going to vote for Ray Cousins. I love Ray. She's really, she's shown up to many, many events that are pro-labor, pro-people. So we are 100% going to vote for her. We hope you vote for her too. Um, you know, true story. Somebody actually cares, we are going to highlight them and call them out. But it's rare that somebody actually cares. Very rare. So back here we are to our Virginia House of Delegates. Uh, we're going to sort them out. So let's see. We made it about through about 50, which is about half. Um, we haven't done Luke. I think we need to do Luke. And then we're going to go through a few of them. Uh, we're also going to find out who owns them, right? And we're going to see, are they really doing, you know, for one, are they relatable, right? Um... We're going to look at their profile and go, are they a working person? 
you know, do they seem like the kind of person who understands what it's like to be a working person? And we looked at Julie Sue's profile yesterday. She worked in service. I love that. You know, top notch, uh, two of the best schools in the country, but had worked in service. And we never really know a person's story. We don't know. But, um, you know, we got to see what legislation they're doing, too. Right. Because if they get elected and they're doing legislation for elephants, which we literally saw elephant legislation here, uh, we've got to wonder, are they really looking out for us? Do they really care? Um, you know, are they worthy of being reelected? Maybe. But then again, my real question is, why do we have a system that gives so much power to 140 people? That's my question. Nobody really wants the answer. So we'll start with Luke. I think we need to do Luke. So we'll do... Uh, we'll do, let's see, we'll do four or so of these people, and then we will go look on VPath and find out who owns them. Oh, we did Luke. We did Luke. Luke did good shit. Okay, we like Luke. Remember that distinctive outfit. I love a good outfit. Maybe we've got to do Marcus. We'll do Marcus. We'll do Marcus through John, right? Marcus through John. Okay. Uh, Marcus, been around for almost 10 years, Democrat, 53rd District. Uh, let's see how they describe themselves. Uh, Austin, Texas. Oh, we met the congressman from Austin. Greg Kassar, cool dude. All right, Jewish. We like that. Uh, Rachel Goldstein, different name than him. So she's Jewish too. We love that. Oh, temple. Right, that. So that's usually a good sign. Anybody, any Jewish person going to the temple, usually they, they get pummeled by their rabbi with social justice. So we hope that that's what's happening. Uh, West Virginia, go Mountaineers, NYU, there we go, there's the Jewish thing, there we go, couldn't, no, West Virginia, you can't be a good Jew without going to NYU, Near Eastern Studies, well, that's interesting, very cool, uh, NYU, great school, you can't get into Harvard or Yale, but you're a New York Jew, can't get into Columbia either, you've got two uh, fallback, you got three fallback options, alright, you can either go to NYU, great live the New York City lifestyle, but New York might be too much. If you end up, you know, you can't get into NYU, you don't want to go to NYU because you're done with New York, you go to GW, GWU in D.C. Uh, the it, It's the uh, D.C. equivalent of NYU. I have a lot of GW friends. A lot of our bartenders up at the Red Derby, a lot of them are GW alums. Love them. Of course, the other option is if you can't get into a good Ivy League school and you're from New York, uh, NYU is not going to happen, not going to do GW. Of course, your fallback option one of the state schools at Cornell University. So you're not that, you know, you can't get into Harvard. You're too white to get into Princeton. You're too straight of a male to get into Yale. Uh, you can always end up at the College of Industrial and Labor Relations or New York University. But a lawyer, so, you know, I don't know. We trust lawyers. Realtor, my goodness, a realtor and a lawyer. Danger, 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 Will Robinson. You don't know what that means. Well, maybe you do if you're old and you know what Boston's face is. All right. Um, legislation. Dyslexia Awareness Month. I like that. I like that. Uh, oh no, I don't like this. Commending the Fire Auto Group. Absolutely not. Let's read the text of that as passed. Um, uh, Don Byer, guys, I don't know. Nope. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Absolutely not. Anytime we are, uh, kissing the ass of business owners with lots of money. Nope. Done. You're not here to work for me. So sorry. Bad. Um, huh? Repealed. What is this? Repealed provisions that permit obscenity. Well, I hope it's pro-obscenity and free speech. We like that. Uh, what is this? I can't tell. Child day. 
I don't know. It sounds like it might help people that try to want to watch their kids. So, uh, a little campaign finance. I guess that's not half bad. I'm, I'm usually about campaign finance. Um, can't sell sexy information. All right. So not really, a, not really great stuff. Uh, don't like that you're here to kiss Don Byer's ass. Don't like that one bit. Uh, I, you know, these people did not, um, they're not paying your salary to do that. So something to think about. But again, you all love the law. You love the government. So it's not uh, Marcus's fault. Robert. All right. Bobby goes by Bobby. Bobby has been in the house since I was uh, maybe not in a diaper, but definitely cute pajamas. 1990, I would have been watching TGI Friday in like onesie pajamas with a bottle with my grandma and granddad on a Friday. True story. So, uh, you know, you know how I feel about that. We don't like people that have been around this long. They've got too much power. Um, dangerous, very dangerous. Uh, again, just another another member of the House of Delegates born during the Eisenhower administration. Dwight David Eisenhower, president, Columbia University in the city of New York, also Supreme Allied Commander United Forces or something crazy title like that. Uh, Virginia Tech, well, agriculture education, we do like that, so that's good. Uh, of all the things, you know, we do like that. Volunteer rescue spot, oh, like most of my family, so we could probably relate. But again, um, you know, not Bobby's fault that he keeps getting reelected, right? The people's fault in the 54th district. Stop sending the same person back time. And again, complacency is a bad thing. Chief patron. All right. Uh, uh, I mean, pet shops posting information about dogs. This is real. I can't believe this is real. Uh, provides for any pet that sells dogs. I mean, what is this? You know, um, allows person. I don't know. He's a rescue. What is this? And what a telephone call. Just don't answer them. Um, oh, I like this. Replaces various instances of the terms handicap, handicap uh, with alternate terms, such as disability. Terrible. Oh, okay. Well, you're not handicapped. You're disabled. So, but you know what? That means his heart was in a good place uh, to write that. I really do. You wouldn't sponsor unless your heart was in a good place. Um, differently abled, maybe, right? I mean, <laughs> disabled. My goodness. There are people. You guys are so dumb sometimes. There are people that don't see with eyes the way we see with eyes, and they can see more than you ever can about a person. So, you know, differently abled people are part of what makes the human experience beautiful and how God tells us there's more going on down here than you think. Helen Keller could do more than you and I ever could, and God knows she did not have a lot of tools and resources to do it. So, uh, differently able, yeah, different than most. I think that's fair to say. But uh, again, good for uh, good for Bobby at least for trying to say something nice to those people. All right, buddy, buddy, buddy's been around for about ten years. It's starting to get to be a little too long, buddy. Buddy, describe another another gosh damned Eisenhower, yeah, Eisenhower administration. Uh, person here i just terrible i mean just terrible too many people that have been around you know again i just want you to think about when this guy was born you know we did not have computers yet uh, you know a computer filled the size of an office room right computers could take up the size of office buildings and they could only you know calculate maybe five things uh, so very bad to have people this old writing the law. It's just not a safe, it's not safe, it's dangerous. 
Um, you know, again, shame on you for reelecting them, right? Sons of the American Revolution, my goodness, watch out. Sons of Confederate veterans, ding, 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 red flag, red flag. The guy's proud of the fact that his ancestors, you know, beat black people and made them slaves. Ding, 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 buddy. I don't know. If I went into Buddy's office, would he try to enslave me? Is it safe for me to go to Buddy's office? Not so sure. I need to stay out of Buddy's office. So my, um, yeah, we don't need to look at Buddy's legislation, right? We, we already know. We know. Buddy is proud to be a son of a Confederate general. Buddy probably doesn't like my skin tone. True story. So, you know, I don't know why you all on the 55th keep reelecting Buddy, but it's not somewhere safe to put your kids and your spouse. So get the hell out of the 55th district. And if you're there, form a union. Stop Buddy. All right. Uh, what did we say? We did, we did Marcus, we did Marcus, Bobby, Buddy, we'll do John. Well, okay, John's been around since 18, that's not bad, so we like that, that can sometimes be a good thing, okay. Um, Buddy, born in 68, I guess that's better than being born in 55, Chase, still not, still not ideal, you know, Dick Nixon, Dick Nixon, walking around, describes himself as a motivational speaker, Kind of like uh, Chris Farley, Saturday Night Live. My name is Matt Foley, and I am a motivational speaker. So if this guy is living in a van down by the river, maybe. Um, no college degree, so we like that. Maybe the only, uh, maybe one of the only good things we got here. But that is good. That is a working person's, um, and that's good. At least the person might relate to what it's like to not be a, you know, a, collegiately educated person that's had a better life because they've had a college doing get jobs, right? Uh, U.S. Navy for 10 years, um, NRA for life, so maybe some red flags. Maybe not. Who knows? Legislation. All right. Let's see. Waiver of sovereign immunity for a firearm. For these people, you know, it's so funny. Um, when somebody likes guns, they really love guns. Uh, oh, he hates weed. All right, get this motherfucker out of here. Time to go. Get rid of John. See you, John. John, uh, again, dangerous, dangerous, like that Michael Jackson album. Uh, so John, not only does he love guns, but he hates weed. So he's tense all the time because he's not smoking and he'll probably shoot you. Why else do these people love guns? I, you know, I like legislation that supports workers because I want to see workers get what, what's theirs, right? You know, I like legislation that's pro-weed because I want weed in my life. So I want pro-weed legislation because I want to have weed in my personal life, right? Okay. Do the same thing, but for guns. They write pro-gun legislation because they like guns. They want to go, boop, 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 boop. you look down the wrong way, John's like, bam, bam, you're dead, motherfucker. You know, instead of, instead of having some plant medicine, maybe a little Delta-8 to chill you out, John's like, no, no. We don't want to chill out and do things the civil way. I'm going to get my gun and I'm going to shoot you, me and Marie and all the other gun nuts in the house. So what we're really learning here is that the Virginia House of Delegates might not be safe. A lot of these offices um, have a lot of gun nuts in them that are definitely here to, uh, you know, why else are they so pro-gun? I mean, you know, Herman, my old boss, had the chicken coop and the fox would come and you'd have to shoot the fox. Got you know, to watch out for the chickens. I love my eggs from the chicken coop. I get it. Uh, so I, you know, there's a big difference between the chicken coop, um, and, you know, the legislator who wants you to, uh, be able to shoot you in a church. So just remember that.
So, okay, we looked them up. We looked them up. And now we're going to go over to VPAP and we're going to find out who owns these people. So, uh, Marcus B. Simon. We're going to look up Marcus B. Simon. And we are going to look up uh, money. Let's see how easy this is. Not hard, right? $230,000 raised. Uh, wow. Big money. Big money. Uh, the realtors kicking into me. No, I mean, you know, lawyers, beer, realtors, realtors, realtors. So bad idea. Uh, the realtors own this guy. Have you ever met a realtor that is looking out for you or somebody that you can trust? Absolutely not. Absolutely you have not. So uh, bad, scary. All right, next. Buddy, Buddy Fowler. Yeah. We're going to go Buddy. Okay, and this is all publicly available. Listen, Ashlyn, get out. I love Ashlyn. Um, well, Rachel tried. Sadly, Buddy went, oh, I've seen Buddy's signs. Hell yeah. I've seen Buddy's signs. That's how I know what Buddy's about. I knew that. I was like, man, where have I seen this guy's shit before, right? Um, oh, my gosh. Buddy literally did something about secretary at Triple Count legislation. Buddy's both had Confederate veterans. Fuck. There's a reason nobody wants to live out here in this part of the world, man. You know? Uh, but Buddy, Buddy, Buddy might... Um, Buddy might be nothing more than the son of some Confederate general, but he's raised more money than any fucking Confederate general I know of. Uh, again, the Republican Party's doing shit for him. Not a shocker. Uh, but again, the power company. So you know what? Again, if there's any, if there's anything probably more nefarious than the Republican Party of Virginia, it's got to be the energy company, right? Beer. Yeah, beer. Okay, because people need beer and wine. If you want beer and wine? Get beer and wine. Beer and wine. For everybody. Uh, I assure you, those folks are not there to help working people. They probably want to make it harder for you to get the beer and wine. Or pay more. So, buddy, bond paid for for the power company. Good to know, buddy. Right? Um, who is next? Who else did we want to see uh, who owns them? Just, buddy, I know I've seen this guy's signs. Coming home. Real politics. Uh, we looked up buddy. Uh, we, oh, we didn't look at Bobby. Bobby or Bobby. We forgot to look at Bobby. But again, great website, easy to do this. All of you can do this. So, uh, wait a minute. $2 million. Or for delegate, $2 million. This guy's raised $2 million? It's insanity. Insanity. $2 million. Right? Um, the power company. Look at that. The power company. The power company is wicked. I think everybody would agree. I've been who, who here feels like they're overcharged every month by Dominion Power, right? They're scammed. And they put these politicians in the office. They own every single one of them. You think Bobby's going to win without that money? Hell no, he's not. Hell no. Okay? Uh, just absolutely sick. Absolutely terrible. And then John McGuire, our last one. Um, absolutely terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. 400 grand. Nobody's even running against him. Oh, he's running for a senator. Well, I hope he loses. Uh, we certainly aren't going to help him. No, absolutely not. Ridiculous. Uh, paving and concrete. If there's nothing else we've learned, remember, contractors, they hate their workers. They make lots and lots of money and pay their workers nothing. Terrible. Um, absolutely terrifying. Terrifying, terrifying. The guy is owned by big concrete. Scary. So, I mean, there you have it, friends. As always, little Caesar cheats you, cheats you. Uh, and they do, right? These people are all bought and paid for by the power company. Uh or realtors or other things. So none of these people really, I mean, very rare, maybe one, maybe two, very rare are any of them looking out for working people. As I say every day, and as we almost hit our two-hour mark here, right? 
you want somebody that's actually going to fight for you, stand up for you, it's going to be you forming a union. It's going to be you hopping in with our friends at Teamsters or Unite Here or AFL-CIO or UAW or SAG-AFTRA. If you're, you know, and, and you're a writer, you're making the art you do. Um, you're an actor. If you're in radio, I love that because we're in radio here. We are in radio. We are live on the air uh, 24-7 on the radio. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. It just, it, 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 it hurts me to see people that are not, you know, that are going to get cheated. Um, and I, I just, I think your only bet, truly, your only bet is to get organized, form a union, right? Um, I don't know what else to tell you. So I've got another article that I'm going to share here. One more before we go. Uh, hold tight. Give me one moment here. <laughs> today we're just gonna leave with a verse we always do a you know a holy verse from some of the holy books we talk about i mean, we do the bible a lot that's how i was raised but we we did buddhism we did dharma the other day we talked about dharma 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 is the idea you know jesus talks about dharma you just don't realize that he does um every time you're born every time you're alive here on earth you have something you're helping you're here to do right for me i don't know i guess it's i'm here to blab i'm here to help workers i don't know um, a lot of folks, their dharma is to be a working person, right? They do the jobs that Jennifer and Brad, they don't want to do them. They, you know, they're, you're here to do that. Um, and that's okay. You can still have a life full of health and wealth. But just a good reminder here from Jesus, if you were of the world, the world would love you. I'm sorry. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of this world, because of this, the world hates you. So, John 15, 19, very confusing, makes no sense. If you think uh, that Jesus is some white dude from the clouds that hates the Jews and the blacks. But if you go, oh, I get it. Jesus is basically just combining Jewish and Eastern philosophy. He's saying, man, chill out. You're not from this world. It looks like it. But we're from a higher place. This is an earthly experience we go through. Everything's going to be groovy. Everything's going to be all right. And just a reminder, a last thing before we go, we share this all the time, and we're going to share it so long as we are in Richmond. Richmond is for unions. Virginia is for unions. Remember, if you stand up together, you fight together, you're going to win. 
just like our friends at Virginia SCIU 512 right here in Richmond, Virginia. Their workers organizing to demand the wages, benefits, and working conditions that they deserve. They got that because they got together to form a union. Right. So, again, we know this can happen to you. We love you. We're here for workers in Richmond for the morning show here on the Labor Network. And we will be back maybe later today with some reading, uh, but most likely, if not that, back by tomorrow for another episode of the show. We will see you then. Wishing you love and solidarity. Have a great morning.